0: Welcome, everybody. Thanks for listening to Tools for Life to Tint podcast. My name is Ana Pereira, event organizer at Tint, and today we present you a completely different episode. Tint and the WISE Network are joining forces again to prepare an inspiring edition of the celebration of Women and Girls in Science, an online evening event on February 11th. This year's theme will be growing towards a female role model, and the event explores the journey from a high school student towards a full university professor. So the event organizers from Tint & Wise decided to share with you their own role models and source of inspirations throughout their careers. Let yourself be inspired by these fantastic people. Let's get to it.
1: Hello, my name is Margit van Tel, and I'm a life coach for students at Tint. And one of the women who inspires me is Malala Yousafzai. And I think she definitely deserves a place in this podcast because she's such a strong fighter for the rights in education for girls. And um, she even kept on fighting for this good cause, even after that her life was uh, attacked. So in 2012, she was shot by uh, a Taliban person who has shot her in the head, And after that, when she recovered, she kept on fighting for um, this good cause of education for girls and women. So um, that makes me thinking of if I would have that same courage in my life, when my life would be under attack, if I would keep on uh, striving for the things that I stand for. And I can only hope so. So she is a big example for me in that uh, in that sense. And it's so nice that she is also a source of inspiration for so many other girls worldwide. And even broader for so many other men also. Because she got a lot of recognition. And she was even the youngest Nobel Prize winner at the age of 17. And it's so good to see that she got so much recognition worldwide. So there's a whole movement that um, started to to improve the education and opportunities for girls and uh, also the UN has even called one day in the year the Malala Day. That's the 12th of uh, November. And at that day, the United Nations, they ask attention for the education, not only for girls, but also for boys, because there are also millions of boys, so many children, girls and boys who have this lack of education worldwide. So I can only hope that this whole movement will one day have the result that there will be education available for all children. So, uh, Malala is a great source of inspiration for uh, many other women. And I think as women, we should keep on inspiring each other to um, increase each other's strength and to give each other... Um, as much as room, room as possible to um, explore your own qualities and to uh, to make them uh, into uh, something real. It can be... Uh, sometimes it can happen that if you see someone else doing something great, that you yourself might feel small. You think, oh, I could never do that. Or you might feel even jealous. And I think it's so good to turn those feelings around instead of feeling jealous or small, to ask yourself the question, what qualities of this other person could I also implement in my life? Or what does this other person show that I could also somehow um, make real in my own life, but then in my own way, because we should never try to become a copy of someone else. So it's so nice if women can inspire each other to be strong and to show yourself to the world. And therefore, I think it's so good and important that we celebrate the International Day of Women and Girls in Science every year, because science can only be rich and full if all people, no matter what sex or background you have, if all people have access to it and if all people can um, give their qualities to science. So let's keep on celebrating this international day of women in science.
2: Hi, my name is Nouria van Lemoen. I'm an applied physics bachelor student at the TUE and next to that, I'm a student assistant at TINT. My role model is my grandmother. And that may sound weird to you, since I don't have a very famous grandmother or something. And that is actually just a point for me. For one thing, she showed me that you can also be a hero while you did not achieve enormous things. There can also be something heroic in very daily life things. At least, well, maybe things that are very common right now. My grandmother, she grew up during the Second World War. With her parents being part of the resistance. And her father was the local doctor there. And he tried to take good care of all the people around him during these tough times. And this is something that must have stuck with my grandmother. Because when she finished secondary school, she decided to study medicine as well. And in those times that was very exceptional still. Just to show you a bit what those times were like, I will quote one of her professors for you. The 10 is for God, the 9 is for the professor, the 8 is for the men, and the 7 for the women, which refers to the highest grade you could get in his course. Stunning, isn't it? However, it was a time where some very intelligent girls did start a study. But sometimes for a very particular reason. Once my grandma told me that many girls would go to study only just to find a well-educated husband. Which means a very wealthy husband. And then after finding this husband, they would just become housewives for the rest of their lives. Well, my, my grandma and I agree with her thought that that is very arrogant, especially since studying is absolutely not for free, also not in those times. And my grandma, for instance, was only very lucky to be supported by a foundation financially to study, otherwise, she could not have studied. And in this way, she also really felt the need to do something in return. Uh, And not (laughs) become a housewife uh, after finishing her studies. But uh, she did actually find her husband during her study period. But together, they chose to open a practice. They shared a practice together after they graduated. It occurred quite often during her earlier career that she had to explain to many of her patients that she was the doctor. And not the secretary or some assistant of her husband. She had to explain that her job was exactly the same as her husband's. And through all of these, I must say, horrible things, she stayed quite positive and motivated to just do what she loved. She did not only teach me to stand up for my rights, for instance, but also just that you are never too old to do something. Later in her career, she decided to specialize in psychotherapy, and she just just did. And she is still doing this work voluntarily. And even after her retirement, she picked up a lot of things she couldn't do with her busy job, for instance, painting and poetry. And she even published a poetry bundle, uh, which is so funny that she keeps exploring all those qualities she has. I I really appreciate that in her, and I really admire that. That she stays curious and starts exploring all the possibilities that are there. So although she's not very famous, she's a very huge example for me. She learned me that you can step off those roads that are laid ahead of you and just to choose your own path. She learned me that even though the circumstances are tough, you can choose the path of your heart and find the things that really make you happy. We, as women, together can inspire each other in such a way. Just to show also our qualities and traits to the world. Just by following our hearts, we can bring a part of us, a part of our ideals and ideas and beliefs to the world. And women are half of the population. So these ideals deserve their fair share in society too. So when we just inspire each other to follow these dreams these beliefs we have, I think we can grow as a whole society towards a more balanced and a happier place for all.
3: Hello, my name is Hui Zhang, and I'm the board member of WISE Network. I'm a PhD candidate in the Department of Chemistry and Chemical Engineering at TU Eindhoven. Today, I want to share with you about one of the women that inspired me the most in the past year, Dr. Ai Fen. So Dr. Ai is a Chinese doctor and the director of the emergency department of Central Hospital of Wuhan, which is known as the outbreak center of COVID-19. In December 2019, she was one of the first doctors to encounter pneumonia patients infected with the then-unknown virus. On 30th of December 2019, Dr. I received a diagnostic report of the suspected severe respiratory syndrome cases. An image of this report was then shared online by another doctor at the same hospital, Dr. Li Wenliang. And then this report circulated on the internet, leading Dr. I to be questioned by the hospital superiors. On the 1st January 2020, Dr. I again reported to the hospital's public health department and medical office the news of the omission of multiple patients, hoping to attract more attention. She worried that once emergency doctors or nurses get sick, it will be really, really troublesome. Afterwards, Dr. I was interviewed by the hospital's supervision department and said that she had suffered unprecedented and very severe rebuke. According to Dr. I, the hospital officials accused her of spreading rumors as a medical professional. And now when we look back to one year ago, Dr. Ai was merely doing her job and telling the truth. As a medical doctor, it was her expertise together with her sharp judgment that saved hundreds of lives of doctors and nurses. She tried her best to raise awareness and urge for timely investigation of this new virus. I find this story particularly inspiring because Dr. Ai wasn't an award-winning scientist or a professor that publishes on prestigious journals like Science or Nature to shape the future of the whole mankind. She was just a brave and honest woman who tries her best to do the daily job and help people out. This story really inspires me that we don't need to be heroes to save the world, but we certainly need more ordinary yet inspiring women to encourage and empower each other.
0: My name is Ana Pereira and I'm an event organizer at Teens. I'm currently finishing my bachelor's degree in sustainable innovation. So as you can imagine, the preservation of our planet and its fantastic biodiversity are very close to my heart. For that reason, I want to tell you about one of the women that inspire me the most, Jane Goodhall. This British primatologist is considered one of the world's foremost experts of chimpanzees after a 60-year-long career studying them in the wild in Tanzania. She was the first person to observe chimpanzees creating and using tools, namely by fishing for termites with specially prepared sticks, which we thought to be exclusive to human beings. Her work revealed that the similarities between humans and chimpanzees were in more than genetics, and this could be seen in emotions, intelligence, behavior, family and social relationships. Moreover, at a time when female scientists were often considered to be too fragile, too emotional for fieldwork, she proved everyone wrong. She achieved her childhood dream of traveling to Africa against all the odds. And in 1977, she established the Jane Goodhall Institute, which is a global leader for community-centered conservation and development programs in Africa that took many other female scientists to the continent. After an impressive life dedicated to her work, Jane Goodhall, today with 86 years old, still spends most of her time advocating on behalf of endangered species, such as chimpanzees, the effects of climate change, and the urgent need to preserve the environment. For example, Goodhall collaborated with NASA to use satellite imagery to remedy the effects of deforestation in Western Africa. She demanded in 2008 that the European Union would end the use of medical research on animals and ensure more funding for alternative methods. And in 2020, she vowed to plant 5 million trees as a part of the 1 trillion initiative founded by the World Economic Forum. So you can easily see why I consider her one of my role models. Her perseverance to keep fighting for her own beliefs, to keep working for the preservation of our mother earth, and to keep supporting and inspiring a new generation of people worried about the future of our planet are just astonishing to me. And that's why I truly believe that women need to inspire each other, to follow their dreams, to go against the still existing patriarchal social structures and to achieve their full potential. Inspiration can come from different places and people, but leading by example is a great way in which women can empower women and the world only can win with more fulfilled and intelligent female brains working for the greater good. Let's celebrate together, year after year, the fantastic women in science around the world. Until the day, gender doesn't play a role in choosing your dream life. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of To Survived It the Tint podcast. You can find more information about the celebration of women and girls in science on the events section of the Tint website. If you like this episode, don't forget to subscribe to the Tint podcast and find more information about what Tint is up to in our website, tint eindhovennl or by following us on Facebook and Instagram. My name is Ana Pereira and I look forward to having you with us for the next episode.